Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back, I'm Brian. <laughs> giggling, giggling as usual, uh, and actually really like, like full-throated laughter yeah, now. Yeah, I'm Inessa. Hi. Okay. Um... I'm super quiet. I don't know why. You, 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 the volume went up after <laughs> you started. We started recording. Oh, I good. Think. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, all right. Um, Semi good. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. Well, what What is this? We haven't said what this is. This is the it's because people are confused. Files. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. People are just what the what the fuck is going on casting here? Casting about for a podcast to listen to when they go to Apple Podcasts. Uh, lowest apple podcast whatever lowest uh lowest listen to podcast yeah. and find us um a podcast that only 50 percent of its okay. uh, participants listen to by the way are we doing issue 236 right now mm, yes <laughs> i mean which issue are we doing i thought we were doing issue 237 yeah you know so did i <laughs> i think we've got like another lost episode Possibly, because that's or what I was thinking as well. Maybe just a one, right? Because we definitely talked about two thirty-six. Yeah, last we're definitely time. doing two hundred thirty-seven. Okay, great. So I've got like a, a file, but we've recorded two episodes that I have not released. Oh my goodness! I know it's I mean, all fucked up. Our listeners must be clamoring for those two episodes. They are clamoring very quietly. <laughs> yeah, I can remember because uh, two thirty-seven. That felt semi-significant to me because that means that even though this is, um, I think, episode 112 of the podcast, right. this is the 112th time, give or take <laughs> a few, huh. uh, this is the 100th issue that we're talking about. We've, we've recorded 12 non-issue episodes? Uh, quite possibly. Wow. Yeah. That's that, crazy. I know that doesn't, that doesn't track at all. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did an entire episode talking about Disney World. So <laughs> we've done a few. We did like one about the Dark Phoenix saga. We had a couple of guests uh, to talk about WandaVision and um, Wolverine v Spider Man. Yeah, who talked about WandaVision? Various. Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. a guest. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Let, so, what is what is significant? There are two significant things. This is either. The 100th issue, or or it isn't, but 100 issues, give or take, yeah, that no, feels rather momentous. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not suggesting issue. that you yeah. said anything. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. these are the two things for our listeners yep. to whom I am speaking, even though I'm looking at you. Yep. So two things. Significant number of issues slash podcasts. And number two, we're not necessarily great on the details. <laughs> we're great on the details. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I like the the name of this file is issue two hundred thirty six. Well, that's I mean one of us isn't great on the details and the other one is speaking right. Uh, now. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So like one of us does all of the motherfucking work, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the other one's good at the details. Yeah. <laughs> What's this issue about? This issue is about uh, primarily about Rogue and Wolverine's continued travails in travails. Genosha. Yeah. Okay. Um. And I, I'm I'm a at least one issue ahead or behind. I haven't read this for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I read it this morning. For the first time. 
for the first time. Okay. I started reading a little bit at the end. Sometimes when I'm too lazy to stand up when we finish recording, yeah, then yeah, I, I just continue too. to sit in the closet. Let's get a brief that. recap here. There is an aerial pursuit yes. of a sci-fi thing being pursued by other sci-fi things, um, avian aeronautical uh, things. Uh, no life forms uh, picked up on the scanners. Right, no life forms. Uh, yeah. the, the... Much like the escape pod that uh, jettisoned at the very beginning of Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, hold your fire. There are no life signs on board. But there were important <laughs> things. There's C-3PO and R2-D2 yes. on board that, that escape pod. Yes. But on board this escape pod is only a distracting and potentially destructive explosion. Wait, right? what? Right, nothing. They like they <clears throat> they board the, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. pod and and it blows up. Right, not there's yep. no one on there. Right, it was just a diversion that Rogue yeah. and whatever set up. Uh, the G engineer is there and he's pissed. Uh, there's uh, <laughs> continuing. Uh, you can't even call it a heel turn because he, he's yeah, always been no, a heel. He was a pretty much. But he, he was a nice guy who was like all candied at the very beginning of this sort of thing <laughs> with his gardening. Uh, like now he's just like straight up dick. Right, right now he's a dick, right? So then <laughs> yeah. he's he's kind of a uh, low key exchanging snipes with this uh, military lady whose name I don't think we get. Uh, Kobe Smalters, that's her name. <laughs> who's the head of the uh, yeah. the 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 magistrates? Yeah. Um, she is happy that uh, no one was hurt, and he doesn't care about whether any of the magistrates are hurt. He is. Uh, horrified that they have not been able to recapture these two fugitives, right? Yeah. And there's some more sniping. Um, we get a... Are, are you at the uh, television news report yet? I'm on yeah. page... Yeah, okay, great. We get a television news report, which is like the sort of propaganda piece about uh, yeah. why Genosha is so wonderful. I was a little confused by the pictures in the in the middle. Like, it was unclear to me what they were. There was like a picture of like the city, then people... Then something blowing something up, which doesn't really seem that peaceful. And then there's like, something blowing something up. A space I shuttle. That, I don't know. There's something blowing something up. I think that's meant to be like some industrial shit. Thing, yeah. And yeah. then this illustration of them uh, farming. Wolverine is watching this, and he's pissed. He's pissed, and also quite ill. And he's quite ill. So then, Wolverine and he's pissed at the price because it's a uh, seventy-five over two. Yeah, and when I was also what, what the fuck is with the fractions yeah. for the price there? Seventy. That's Just bizarre. Testing. That's why America used to be better at math. Because we used to deal have in fractions. To figure out what seventy-five divided by two is on uh, the go as reading a comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, th th that's probably true. Um, we did have to know fractions for the stock market. They didn't decimalize the stock market until well, that was like the eighties or nineties. Oh, they didn't, did they? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. IBM is trading at a um, hundred and, uh, and and two fifths. It wouldn't two fifths. It was like would have been an eighths or something, right? It, it was some bullshit. Like yeah. it, it didn't sixteenths uh, even. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be like like halves, fourths. It powers of two. I haven't thought two. about that in ages. Yeah. So then we're out on the street and we see this example of a mutant driving a garbage truck. He's kind of trying to do his best. These magistrates come along and they're, you know, he splashes them and they're horrible to him and humiliate him. And he's like, oh, sorry, guys, uh, didn't mean to, you know, whatever. Um, then we catch up with Wolverine and Rogue. He's trying to lay low. She's trying to wear a costume that will make people remember only her costume. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, also gives them an opportunity to... Yeah, sexy rogue. This is not the first time that we've seen her. She was she was quite way back when when Paul Smith was drawing it and she first joined the team. Uh, kind of uh, demure is not the right word, yeah. but but she she was she was a little bit like 
oh my stars. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah, 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 a little bit of that. But the, they, uh, I, and I can't remember when when that turn started. Uh, but but at some point, that th- they do start to play up her, you know, kind of kind of being sexy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't remember how the other one ended. So like, who is driving right now? Her or Carol Danvers? Oh, Carol Danvers. Unclear. Yeah, fair. Carol Danvers uh, um, is driving. Yeah, that's that's meaningful. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's not necessarily Rogue who's doing that. So they're in this magistrate's bar. There's like a, a civilian in there. They figure out that it's the son of the gene engineer. Yeah. And uh, Wolverine sort of starts a low-key fight so that he can pickpocket all these people to get their IDs, driver's yeah. licenses and IDs and wallets and stuff. There's a fight and people beat the shit out of this uh, this kid. And then they have this idea that they're going to put him on the mute train, the mutant train. Right? Yeah. And uh, Wolverine and Rogue are like... Because taking socially undesirables uh, and putting them onto a train to uh, uh, transport them elsewhere, nothing problematic about that. <laughs> right. Nothing. So they, they follow uh, yeah. They follow this jeep, undetected, even though the magistrates are meant to be uh, you know, police officers. They get to the train station, they board the train, and now we cut to uh, neighbor Jenny and her like... What uh, page are you on? I'm on page... 13. Okay. What page were gotcha. you on? I was on 12. Okay. okay. Was there something on 12 that you wanted to mention? I was just trying to figure out where you were. Okay. Because right, yeah, if you so, wanted to mention something, you totally could. I don't want to run away with this. Um, okay. <laughs> Carry on. All right. So they're in the... Um, they're in the gene engineer's office. He brings her in. Uh, she's calling him Uncle... What does he call Uncle David? Uncle David. Um, and, you know, she's notably upset <laughs> because she's about to be, uh, yeah. you know, she's learning more about what's about to befall her, which is that her, her like, weird leotard, unitard will be turned into, like, her skin. Yeah, that's uh, gross. She won't be able to have children, even though he's promised mm-hmm. that her children will be great healers. And uh, shit's about to get pretty, pretty dystopian. <laughs> for Jenny. Yeah, pretty messed up here. Pretty messed up. And he gives her a lecture on uh, how... Sacrifice. Yeah, how she yeah. has to sacrifice, and uh, because the mutants' powers are so strong, they have to be, you know, kept down to, uh, you know, um, continue the... the uh, Sentence? Sentence, and also the... She's being sentenced uh, for life. The, to prosperity. Prosperity lesser, is the word that I was gro- existence. groping for. Yeah, the mutants are simultaneously uh, cause of and the cure for all of Genosha's right, problems. They're simultaneously disgusting and also so powerful that they have to be kept down. You know, they're simultaneously yeah. sort of ignorant and disgusting and also so powerful that they have to be kept down. Um, so then, okay, here I got confused because what I thought happened is that the in the next page, which is page 15, I thought mm-hmm. that this was still Jennifer. Oh, yeah, 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 me too. Yeah. And that in trying to probe her or, you know, wipe her brain or dummy yeah. eyes her or whatever. Although, by the way, uh, sorry to interrupt, <coughs> the leotard is utterly different. Yes, so and the hair is shame different. Shame on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're, yeah sh- we're both stupid. And actually, I read online that other people had thought that as well, even though, again, the hair is different, right, whatever. Right, right, So what I thought had happened was that they had, like, in trying to mentally probe her, they had, like, unlocked this uh, 
you know, she said that she didn't have any mutant powers and that right. they tried, they had unlocked this like mutant power. In fact, this is Madeline Pryor. Right. Right. Who right. also apparently has mutant powers resistant mm, to yeah. the mental probing that, that we will find out about later. Right. Meanwhile, the rest of the X-Men show up. There they are. Out of a hole that was created by Gateway. And they meet some more of the magistrates. There's a little bit of uh, patter. I always like a little bit of comedy. So when Dazzler says, like, hey, fellas, I love snappy patter as much as anyone. That cracked me up. It was like in the middle of page um, 17. Okay. When he's like, these men have no further need of their vehicle. Would you care to dispose of it? My pleasure, big guy. And the Dazzler's like, hey, focus. These guys have really big guns. I'm spending way too much time trying to find this line. Uh, okay, fine, fine, fine. Yeah, yeah. got it. Anyway, so Psylocke right. is, is about to... The X-Men have arrived and they're, and they're kicking ass. Right, the X-Men have arrived, the they're kicking thing. ass. Psylocke's about to sort of uh, disable all these, all these uh, magistrates yeah. with her psychotic powers, but then she is also hit by this blast that I guess one, 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 one. came from Madeline Pryor, although I thought it had come from, yeah. from Jennifer. And there are some other things. Now we're back with, um, with Rogue and Wolverine on the train. We are reminded, or we see that Wolverine is not doing very well. And I think the, mm. engin- the gene engineer had mentioned that as well, that his blood counts are really low. Yeah. Um, and we're reminded that his, you know, his, his healing, powers are part of what allows him to live with the adamantium claws or whatever because they yeah every time that yeah yeah the claw uh comes out it breaks the skin right so they get on the muty train mutants are not that happy to see them or respectful even though technically they're they're superiors things start to get a little a little hairy and then another group of uh, magistrates shows up they're allowed to take the young man off of the train because the magistrates just don't want to deal with it. And uh, on the way home, or not on the way home, on the way back or wherever they're taking <laughs> this young man, uh, Wolverine mm-hmm. continues to be pissed. And uh, he's going to bring this flaming country down. The end. Yes, going to be a revolution. Going to be okay. a revolution. Yeah. Um, what did we think? I love this whole story. Oh, excellent. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm, okay. I'm totally into it. I'm enjoying yeah. it, too. Yeah. Um, I'm almost looking forward to this being one of the stories that uh, the MCU will uh, ruin when they get the X-Men. <laughs> when they get around to it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a real cool one. And I have read the next issue, uh, which, not really a spoiler, that'll conclude the uh, Gnosian right. uh, storyline. Um, ends very, very well. This is... Fantastic, uh, classic, yeah. uh, Claremont. Yeah, this might be like one of my favorite multi-part. This might be my favorite multi-part story. Okay, I yeah. I, I could easily see yeah. that. Uh, I wonder what I would have thought about it had I been like eleven and and reading yeah. this. Uh, I, I I probably would have thought that it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, reading it now just simply because of what my brain sees first it it can't hold up to the brood right. <laughs> saga and, and some of the other uh i mean you know dark phoenix saga that's just um yeah 
impossible to dislodge right. as classic right. stories. But uh, this is definitely up there. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, the worst thing that happened to me was I read a bunch of that stuff when I was a kid mm-hmm. uh, and just didn't stick around for this one. Right. If I had, then, then it would probably be up there with me. Yeah. How old would you have been by this time? 87? So I'm 15. 15. I'm 15 yeah. at this point, And I am not reading the X-Men. Not reading comics at this point. Uh, no, I'm reading comics. Reading I'm reading a shit ton of comics. I'm reading... Um, Primarily Cerebus. Uh, I'm reading whatever Alan Moore uh, I can get my hands mm-hmm. on. Uh, I'm looking at some of the independents. Um, Hepcats is the only one that I can think of off the top of my head. Love and Rockets. I, I, I tried uh, Mouse. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. uh, none of the other Art, Art Spiegelman stuff. But uh, that's what I'm reading mm-hmm. at this time. Yeah. No, it was good. One One criticism that I saw, and I think could agree with that mm-hmm. is that um i guess the two artists like took turns yeah so that was conf- like it wasn't confusing necessarily for me but yeah. it, like the the style the stylistic changes and the changes in the way that all the people it's, look it's a speed it's not bump. my favorite when that yeah. changes very frequently yeah it's a yeah. speed bump yeah i i one of the things that has dark phoenix really hold together for me is is john burns art um brute saga interestingly like that's Cockrum and Paul Smith. Yeah. It, it ends with Paul Smith, who's mm-hmm. uh, probably a close second uh, favorite artist. Um, and, and at times I think I, I like him better than Byrne. But mm-hmm. um, uh, what was my point? I, I, I was just realizing as I was, uh, as I was talking that um, Brutes I got split over two artists. But, but yeah, the seesaw is, is maybe, yeah. Right, yeah. It's like <laughs> Start the one way and like the other. This sort of like mild-mannered sort of a kind of gardening looking guy but now yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. this hulking sort of uh oh yeah, yeah. schwarzenegger super douchey in a, in yeah. a suit you know um but whatever that was i could that i can overlook that that's yeah i enjoyed this one uh, i'm very keen to see what happens next okay. i think we will be able to record next week before taking the following week off so. uh next week uh, we'll talk about that i'm Maybe sure that, that everybody wants to know like how we work yeah, yeah, our calendar yeah, yeah. but oh, no, yeah, we you know we've got some obligations we, next we week do, we do You're yeah. right. we could we could still work around that but um yeah i have very very little in the way of uh of criticism and actually sometimes when i like an issue i actually have very little in the way of commentary for right. stop you know it's like it's there's yeah, more it, to talk about when you don't like something I, I, I agree. I yeah. agree. Uh, it, it, even though we can try to introspect and, and, and articulate what is it we liked about a thing. This is one where, nope, solid. Yeah, no, it was a good one. I read it this morning. I was very happy. Our daughter, when I was telling her that we were coming up on our 100th mm-hmm. uh, issue because I can't do math, right. uh, asked if she could make us a cake for our 100th issue, <laughs> which actually would have been today, but maybe she'll, we'll have her make us a cake for next time. And okay. she asked if she could yeah. be on the podcast, and I said that what? she that oh, she boy. could if she read the read and was prepared to listen to the, or talk about the issue a little okay. bit so i'm not sure if she's gonna yeah the next one like the fourth out of four issues about ganosha no, we can't do that else, yeah it's not impossible for i mean this would be throwing her into the deep end because after ganosha you're aware that we will be hitting inferno sure okay inferno is a massive crossover um i as best if memory serves memory can't serve because i've not read any of this shit mm-hmm. Um, and anybody who's a, who's a hardcore X-Men fan is now throwing stuff at whatever it is that they're using to play this. How on earth can anybody describe themselves as an X-Men fan and they've never read Inferno? Well, I'm here to tell you <laughs> that I have not. Uh, it, it is a pretty big deal. It, it looms large mm-hmm. in 
uh, X-Men canon. Uh, where I was going with that is this is one where there's a crossover, so it's going to spill over into other titles. I don't know how critical those other titles are to the main plot. I want to say it may be a bit modularized. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'm taking on, because this is the sort of thing that I'm doing now that I'm done with grad school, (laughs) uh, I'm taking on the task of trying to read all of the the issues. Yeah, I support that. Yeah. Now that you're allegedly done with grad school. As far as I know, I'm done. Uh, I, I do want to get to the bottom of that. Uh, I think, uh, you know, see if I need to reach out to anybody and say, hey, like, are you going to send me a diploma? diploma? Where is my diploma? Do, do I, I just need to, like, get it? Yeah. download the PDF and print it? Is <laughs> there a PDF? I, I, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. That's my that's my thing. Yeah. I, I, was, I, I had logged on to... Like the, you know, the student admin sites. Yeah. There's like two different sites. There's one that's like the administration, like to register and like pay. Then there's the other one, which is like your courses that have all the assignments and shit. So I've gone on to like the admin site, but I couldn't because it's two-factor authentication and my phone has been dead for like a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that that is something that I'll be doing like today. I was going to say, now you're back online with your phone. Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. You should tell everyone the incredible sacrifice. You, you, You are... More uh, altruistic than a Gnosian mutant. I, I didn't. In terms of, don't undersell this. Dude, they're not altruistic. Y- you know what I meant. <laughs> wanted to tie it back to the issue. Slaves. <laughs> so. Well, you're, 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 but you're, you're like a slave in a good way. Yes. <laughs> I regret having said that. Sure. There's just nothing funny yeah. about it. And... Anyway, yes. Okay. I got Brian a new phone. Yeah. And I you caused it. me to say that because I was trying to say something nice to you <laughs> about this kind uh, thing that you I did. did. It all without him ever having to go to the Verizon store. Yes. There were three trips to the Verizon yeah. store and I made them all. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and now, now my phone, phone works. Yeah. Okay. Now you can use iMessage to text Brian. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, that is a kind of a silver lining. I'm going to miss the fact that uh, Google Fi works anywhere on the globe without any drama. Uh, tragically, I, I don't anticipate leaving the country in yeah. 2024. It, Maybe, oh, definitely in 25. It yeah. did occur to me, though, that yeah. when I couldn't use the international, like mm-hmm. I couldn't just add a monthly charge for international calls, it was when I had the pay-as-you-go. And now that we have a contract, I'm sure everyone's very interested. Right. There might be an opportunity <laughs> to do that for like $5 a month okay, more. Let's, so let's, let's, let's put a pin that in that. In our, yeah, <laughs> and, um, anyway. Yeah, back to the X-Men and or something else. Oh, wait. Um, oh, Inferno. Inferno. Yeah, I've Coming got spare time next. to read Inferno. Yeah, and maybe uh, our daughter will. And I'm looking forward to this. Although Inferno, of all things, uh, this is the you, you know the costume for Madeline. I don't. It is like Pamela Anderson would have said in 1987. <laughs> no. Guys, I'm sorry. This is super tasteless. <laughs> I kind of want to Google I, it now. Okay, never mind. I'll wait. Um, no, I'm I'm going to show it to you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, talk about the male gaze for one minute. The male gaze is a thing that is used to describe women's clothing that is excessively uh, revealing, implying that a woman would never dress like that for herself or for other women, that, uh, you know, the only people interested in looking at women like that are men, which is probably actually true. Yeah, hang on, here we go. Right. Ooh! Oh my! Okay. So. Yikes! Wow. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's um, 
It is a costume. It's very dark. It's got a cape, uh, a slight BDSM about it, you know, thigh high boots, the nipples, and. I mean, the underboob is basically. The, oh, the underboob is the 100% down. there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, we, we get yeah, all the of the underboob. But then everything else is just hanging there. Yep. A lot of jiggle when she runs around, probably. Yeah, th- there's just. Oh gosh. Anyway, so uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a maybe it's a fine one uh, for our daughter to see. She'll she'll be none too happy about it. <laughs> but we can say like, okay, look, we're not like we're supportive in that we're reading this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but um, but we 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 recognize that this is just not okay. Yeah. If we were designing it, we would have created a different costume. I like the all covered up superhero costumes. I did too. You know, um, we watched a uh, supergirl the television show for uh, for quite some time we did watch it for a while, and um yeah. i i know this i can i can prove this i i'm i'm slowly filling in my letterboxd diary so download our viewing history on netflix and it goes all the way back to the first time that we ever used netflix and so they yeah there is this stretch when we were watching supergirl mm-hmm. which is an awesome show i really mm-hmm. dug that show but the episode where they're coming up with a costume and she comes out and like, she's got some midriff showing and she's like, her hands are just sort of like covering her, <laughs> yeah. herself. And she's I wouldn't wear this to the beach <laughs> was, uh, I, I think a very good and useful thing that they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Madeline would wear that to the beach, but not in America, only in Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't wear that to the beach, even in America. <laughs> there was an episode of the daily show. Lewis Black was on there. And there's a new story. So there's just there's a there's a there's a swimming suit that's too revealing for Brazil. Too revealing in Brazil. Did it expose her uterus? <laughs> oh, Brazil. Yep. So yeah, we get a get a get a, get a good Brazilian superhero costume yep. Yep. Uh, with Inferno. Uh, that all happening in uh, you know the uh, the session after the next one. All right. What else? What else? Did, what else have we done? We uh, we could start recently and then work our way back or we could move forward and talk about possibly probably what movie we're watching tonight i mean sure whatever either let's let's talk about the movie we're watching tonight yeah what what's that we're what's that probably the, gonna be we're probably watching the big lebowski tonight yeah we're gonna we're gonna freak out our children one of our favorite movies. actually we're not really it's just the one scene it's they're the gonna say like what is the big deal and also i don't know what happened in that movie yeah, they're not going to know what happened in the movie. And also, why do you guys like this movie? They might like it. I don't know. There are a lot of scenes that are pretty funny. Uh, the girl will like it. The girl I'm, I'm will pretty like sure. it. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it is um, a, a stylistically interesting, and, and yeah. there's enough funny stuff yeah, that yeah. will keep her interest. Yeah. yeah. The boy will maybe less so, but yeah. you know, they've been asking to see it for ages. It's it's the movie that have we- Have they? I think they have. They might well, have. She uh, has. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Um, it's the movie that we always, I'm doing air quotes, watch <laughs> on New Year's Eve, but we've actually only ever watched it on like New Year's Eve, like maybe four times, three or four, three or four times. times, yeah. And then before we, our, before we got married, we did that. Before we got married, and then maybe once or twice when the kids were really little, right. but then when it was we like, were able to get away with yeah, it, yeah. Then I don't know, they were awake, or we would go somewhere, or, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. some other thing. We would always get in our way, so we are resuming our uh, yeah our habit of watching yeah. it on New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah, that's fun. A delightful movie. In keeping with this podcast's approach of talking about administrative details on the podcast, 
<laughs> we haven't had any time to have this conversation. Week, Ryan and I are just going to sit here and have our Do like, a grocery family list. Family planning meeting. We're going to yeah, show you yeah. guys how we come up with our What meal should we plan. eat on Wednesday it's for dinner? It's going to turn into some sort of horrific lifestyle blog. Right. Well, I've, I've already crossed that line, so I just have to finish this. Uh, it, it, you, actually, you're going to the grocery. Are you going to get. Um, uh, fun mocktail stuff. Yes. Okay, cool. I was thinking about uh, getting uh, like a 750 milliliter of some some cool Belgian beer or something like that. I can do that. Uh, I, I would need to do that because you won't be able to find that at Harris Tudor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see whether I feel like getting into my car again. Yeah. Might not. <laughs> right. So then last night. Oh, yeah. Last watching, night. Last night we watched Predator. That movie fucking slaps. That movie, I haven't seen it in ages, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, I am digging the fuck out of this. <laughs> we kept the movie. That movie's good. The girl and I kept like, I kept like motioning her to look at you because you were yeah. like, you just look so happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I dug that. Yeah, I, I dug think everybody. The hell out I think everyone pretty much enjoyed it. I mean, it was yeah. in a sort of silly and over, over, uh, a little. Parts of it felt a little. I don't know. It was just a lot, but it was fun. Yeah. I liked it. A lot of big, big personalities, a lot of um, muscles. One of the things that I, I didn't get to talk about last night, because it, it would have passed our, our kids by. Yeah. One of the things that I very much enjoyed about that film in 1987, which is actually when this comic came out, I mm-hmm. think, so contemporary there. Yeah. Um, prior to that, there had been a few films, particularly like like Rambo, Uncommon Valor, Missing Action, of these small mercenaries, guns for hire, going into some third world country, uh, often going to Vietnam or Southeast Asia to rescue American POWs, uh, but also just generally like, like fucking shit up. Sure. So I love that. That's how the movie starts. Right. (laughs) Everybody going to that movie knows that it's the alien, but the first call at 30 minutes of that film commits so earnestly to that, this, yeah, the fake like, story like we are, ma- yeah. So it, in a lot of ways, it's like Psycho, mm-hmm. where you, you think it's about one thing, but then it's about another <laughs> thing. And it, it just like after the first third, the first act, like everything pivots. Right, right, and then it's like I that love alien that in the jungle. Yeah, I love that, and I, I, I don't, I don't know that it gets enough credit for that. For that. I rarely yeah. p- see people talk about that. They, they're usually talking about uh, the alien and and the whole, and then there were none uh, aspect right. of it. Whereas that's two thirds of the movie, but the first third of the movie, right, they're going in on the secret mission to rescue somebody. Yeah, and then they yeah. realize that they've been duped and actually something else happened. I can't actually quite remember what the, what the duping that Carl Weathers, the uh, duping, the duping, <laughs> <laughs> the duping that Carl Weathers, they really duped the yeah. fuck out of that guy. Yeah. yeah. Did, but, uh, yeah, no, that, was well, yeah. And it doesn't matter because it, it, it is necessary in order to, be consistent with that particular style kind of micro genre yeah. of film yeah it was actually i remember it was that he wanted them to go in and destroy the space because they were planning someone was planning a big like action military action yeah, some sort yeah. from the base but he told them that it was a hostage retrieval because uh you know because he wanted to lie to them and get them to do what he wanted and he knew that they wouldn't do it if he said that it was destroy base because earlier in the movie Arnold Schwarzenegger had said that they don't do we don't do assassinations, assassinations yeah, right yeah um yes yeah, so I, I thought that was terrific uh predator was uh, very similar to alien I mean like a lot of stuff is similar to that but um it, it is it, it succeeds in its own way did it come out before I oh, know it came out after alien oh yeah comfortably yeah. after alien yeah yeah there was another um, movie that I was thinking about as I was watching it and wondering if it came out before or after. Yeah. 
<clears throat> I, I just hopped on. Oh, I know what I'm thinking yep. of. Uh, but, 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 um, I don't know who directed Clear and Present Danger. Hmm. That's a problem. Um, all right. I'm going to look that up just a moment. What other what other things? So the uh, night before that, you, me, and the girl, or two nights before that, whatever, watched the most recent incarnation of Dune. Oh yeah, yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's my, my my third, at least my my third complete go round of Dune. Of and, yeah. yeah. I feel like I have seen. So I saw the. I was telling you this, but I'll tell our listeners because sure. you know they care. Um, I remember the seeing the first Dune in the theater. Yeah, the the David Lynch. Right, with my yeah. dad. Mm-hmm. And um, all I remember is the first part. The lady comes, <laughs> yeah. he puts his hand in the thing, and yeah. there's like this very graphic thing where right. you see his hand like burning. Yeah. And um, and I maybe I fell asleep. I remember there being sand and there being worms. But <laughs> if you asked me now today yeah. what, you know, I mean, now if I would know because I saw the movie the other night. But, you know, once the other dune thing started to appear if you had asked me what i'd seen in that first david lynch movie i wouldn't have really remembered anything beyond that first scene okay right then you and i started watching the series yeah the the sci-fi sci-fi channel had a a tv miniseries like kind of a three two-hour episode right i'm not sure how much of maybe i just saw the first one I don't think we didn't get through the end of it. Yeah, but all, again, it's, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, actually. all I remember it, is that there's the young man, the old lady comes, the gum hand challenge. in the box, and then the assassination attempt on him. Right, and I don't maybe that was all I saw. Yeah. Um, so this kind of felt like okay, I knew that that was going to happen, but everything after that, I didn't actually have any idea yeah. what the what the actual story was about. Yeah. So that was fun. Good. Yeah. Good. Um. One of the things that our daughter said was that, that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but she had said that the the visual composition was was really terrific, and she's actually thinking about, well, gosh, how did they film that? How did they make that image? Um, at which point, I' going to be self-aggrandized here. Mission accomplished. <laughs> okay, um, our, our kids, both of them, to one degree or another, uh, they know enough. They're they're, they're cinematically literate enough to recognize that different directors uh, have influence, that um, it's not by magic that that shit gets on screen. I know that we live in like a CGI age, but that there's more to it than that. And even if it is only CGI, what they choose to to put on screen, that also matters. Yeah. If, if I I mean, I'm sure that there was tons of CGI in that film, but it actually all, there was nothing, there was no moment where I was like, "Mm, CGI is yeah. Getting ahead of itself yeah. here. You know, there was no kind of uncanny valley feeling for me watching yeah. that. One of the most striking scenes in the film, and I actually backed it up because you and our daughter were like chatting through this, <laughs> um, was when they're on a Sardar car. I can't pronounce that fucking thing, Sardar car. To, and um, um, uh, DeVries, the, the Mentat, is, is recruiting the soldiers. Guy. Huh? The Baba, the Baba Yaga, Yaga guy. guy. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Um, that scene with all the rain, it is like the most fucked up image I've seen. I saw this in a theater, and it starts with that just uh, kind of almost unnerving music, the uh, the throat singing, mm-hmm. and then they're they're. they're Putting blood. I'm, I'm describing the scene for for those of you who haven't seen this. Right, you should just go see it. <laughs> but but um, what? So I'm well. What I'm describing really is is my reaction to to watching it. Like okay, we're putting blood on their heads. Okay, 
Great. That's, that's unsettling. <laughs> yeah. Where does that blood come from? Oh, the dudes who are effectively being crucified naked upside down, they're being bled out. <laughs> like, that is grisly. Yeah. They did that also in, uh, in uh, what was it? One of the, Lee Pace's character did that in the, in the, one of the Barfle movies where they, like, killed the guy and then his blood filled that, like, oh, thing. this is, and I can't this remember is if he different. smeared it or he took a bath in it or no, something. No, no, I, I, yeah. I do, I do remember that. Uh, this is different yeah. to me. This felt different. Just the number of, of, of people who are, who are being slowly, torturously executed. Right. The, um, just and I, I don't want to sound like I'm fetishizing uh, the violence, but but the uh, uh, just just, just the, the the really it's a really extreme, <laughs> unsettling <laughs> thing uh, that that I want to watch again. <laughs> like as fucked up as that sounds, you don't um, watch the violence. How can you become numb to it? Yeah. Some yeah, and and I'm introspecting out loud now about what it is that makes that so compelling at the same time that it is just deeply disturbing <laughs> a deeply disturbing image um that th there is little to no cgi in that yeah uh so okay yeah then our daughter was she also has taken this theater class so she's like into <laughs> facts you know like, yeah, so whenever there's something with blood or wounds she's always like i know how they do that oh yeah <laughs> she can that's just con that's she can that's she can put a balls. scab on <laughs> yeah. your arm in 10 minutes so yeah funny. yeah which, which is cool i mean yeah um not the the body horror but uh, no. oh, yeah that she understands that there is a craft yeah uh behind that yeah, so that was good. We enjoyed that. So looking forward to the next one, which yeah. at least you, me, and her will go see in the theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll Maybe see the about boy that. Will. Uh, I if already at, if we go see it at the um, the Alma Draft House, which you should be frequenting if you live in this area. He will. Yeah, will that's go. a good point. Yeah. That's a goodie for the uh, for the Draft yeah. House. Comfortable yeah. seats, good food. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a long it's a long ass movie, but long. Uh, it's going to be just shy of three hours. I already have tickets to four movies in Where the next five weeks. Huh? What are those four movies? Well, you are going to go see Poor Things with me on Tuesday night. Correct. Later, and actually the following week, I think in two weeks or whatever, whenever um, uh, I, I've got the house to myself, I'm finally going to see a Pedro Almodovar movie, right, so you'd say, okay. uh, which I've, I've, I'm not familiar with him at all. I'll be at the Alamo Draft House mm -hmm. watching All About My Mother and then plundering their uh, set of free rentals. Right. i got to figure out how that works. Um, That's two. Yeah, then, oh, then I think a week after that, uh, seeing Interstellar right, with our boy, son. Yeah, who loves that movie. I've seen that movie, I fell asleep at the end. <laughs> Full disclosure, man. Fell asleep at the end. Yeah. Um, and then I'm seeing Malcolm X right. at the Alamo Draft House. I think the week after that. Yeah, yeah, which is which is yeah. Nobody else wants to go see that. Yeah, that's too. Uh, I've never seen Malcolm X. I never have either. Yeah, I, I like Spike Lee. Uh, he does great dialogue, uh, great visuals, fabulous editing, plots. Sometimes are not <laughs> the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, but uh, yeah, he, he does a lot of good. He does a lot of things right, and yeah, sometimes. Eh, yeah, yeah. Um, he's always worth watching, though. Cool. By the way, I could say the same about any number of other directors. <laughs> that you know, uh, Kubrick, great visuals, great editing, uh, awesome use of music, but uh, Kubrick really doesn't like humanity. <laughs> he 
he has no optimism about the human animal. Yeah, that's depressing. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what was the movie about the pottery called? <laughs> uh, showing up, I'm, I'm pretty sure is is uh, what it's called. Let, let me just make sure about that though. Uh, bum, I will it's tell like you. It was, oh, sh- yeah, showing up, showing, showing up. up. Um, we watched that. I think the I the further I am from it, the more. I don't even know if I like it. I have a, just a right. lot of sympathy for her somehow yeah, yeah. Um, as a as a character. But w- one of the things that you and I talked about is that we've read several reviews that mention how funny it is. It's not funny, folks. And yeah, there was like nothing. <laughs> it's right. just this woman living this extremely kind of uh, <coughs> confined life and uh, yeah. things happen to her that fill her with kind of justifiable uh, low-key rage yeah. and she sort of adopts this pigeon that's kind of like a right a metaphor for herself or for art or i don't know it's a metaphor yeah, yeah, for yeah, fucking yeah. something right but right. um i don't know you know yeah the pigeon's more than a pigeon so. but uh it, i i didn't hate it although when it ended i kind of wished that maybe just a little bit more like it had just had a tiny bit more like things that happen um, um yeah which makes me feel like a bad person because, you know, mm. I feel like I'm this sort of very intellectual where I love movies about just, you know, yeah. exploring a character. I wouldn't have minded just like a tiny bit more plot progression. Um, Another way of saying that, I, I hear what you're saying and I, I'm with you that I never want to say that because I, I know that somebody is an uncultured chunk of shit if they right. say like, they, they, they see, nothing happens. Nothing happens, right. I heard somebody say that about the movie Love Actually. <laughs> That's I mean, Love Actually, like it's not a Citizen Kane or no, anything, but like, yeah. like a ton of shit actually so happens. happens yeah. um, I don't know what you were. I mean, nothing exploded. No. If that's what you mean, but there's a ton of shit. Um, so I, I hear where you're coming from. I I, I agree with you. Um, it, it it is possible for not enough things to happen in a film. Right. Uh, the way that I think about that and maybe this is the same thing maybe it isn't i i i felt that that it was it, it lacked resolution but, but not in a good way right um the pigeon was freed and then she sort of was like yeah maybe less resentful or less hateful towards her her I, i'm not even sure neighbor. about that right like uh, there, there wasn't much in the way opening there, herself to i don't know yeah see, i and i don't know that I don't know that she was. Um, what we could say is like there was not enough of an arc for yeah. her. Um, yeah. Interestingly, I didn't hate it, and I liked. Her. I didn't hate it either. And um, I also feel like people yeah. that think that it was fun, like I was saying to you in the kitchen earlier. It's like if you think that that's funny, the only way that it's funny is that she's funny, and like nothing about her life is funny to me. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. It's also one of those where I wonder if those people think that they're meant to think that it's funny. Yeah, I don't know. And like they don't want to do it's like an emperor wears no clothes thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I, I mentioned... almost want to rewatch it just to see okay. if maybe a second viewing would yeah. unlock some of the alleged humor. So um, the movie Husbands and Wives, I use that as an example of one where people talk about how funny that movie is. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to just like walk into traffic after watching <laughs> that movie. Okay, it was it was not funny. Yeah, it was not a funny movie. Um, and, and it was like oh, it's really biting uh okay okay uh really nuanced whenever you say like the humor nuanced is nuanced humor. you're saying that like you are you're imposing humor where it does not exist another example um i saw match point yeah 
Uh, great movie. I haven't seen it. Uh, Husbands and Wives is a bummer. Uh, Match Point, I could watch that again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, that was actually a good movie. Very well done. Not terribly funny. Uh, I was with some people. We don't need to worry about who they were, but walking out of this, and I think at least one of them thought that was a comedy. And he's like, like, oh, gosh, wow, the really funny lines and blah, blah, blah. It's like, have you seen Match Point? No. Okay. Uh, I, I won't spoil it, but, like, th- there's a murder. <laughs> Not not in a funny I mean, a way. Murder can be funny. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, oh, heck yeah! <laughs> but it, it was like it was a very serious uh, film, and I'm like, uh, I know that Woody Allen directed it. Like, he's been making serious movies for <laughs> decades now. Probably not. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, showing up, my biggest gripe about that, and it prevented me from really engaging with the film, is the sound was uh, was was terrible. Uh, the Foley was just super, super loud. Uh, I, I really hate that. Yeah. It, it hmm. makes everything seem artificial. I hate that it insults the intelligence of the viewer. Somebody's rolling a tire down a sidewalk and we get, we get the... <laughs> of like the rubber hitting the uneven uh, sidewalk. And like... It's a movie. I am watching it. <laughs> right. I know like what's show, happening. Right? You know, I, I don't, yeah. you know, you don't need to, to amp it up like that. And I, I, I have like whatever the opposite of AM, ASMR is, uh-huh. uh, where, where like that kind of noise, like whenever they do the preview, uh, where, where they like want you to buy food and like they do the sound of popcorn popping and like the fizz of the soda. <laughs> like I have to plug my ears <laughs> for like that, that shit. Yeah. Oh God, it's the worst. Yeah. So that was tough. That was tough. Yeah. Beyond that, <laughs> I, I, I found myself, um, I, I would have found myself enjoying uh, that Michelle Williams was uh, terrific. Uh, Judd Hirsch was, was amazing. Yeah. Uh, so definitely had some, some really good uh, qualities. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know. What else? What, how much time do we have? Um, ostensibly time. zero. I, I'm just going to say that, um, um, oh, have, I don't know that we've done this. Um, yeah, yeah, because today is the last day of 2023. Mm. Is it time to to announce the uh, the fannies, <laughs> the winners of the fannies? Is this something we've done before, sure. <laughs> no, it's not. I've always wanted to do this, like come up with some year end year end thing, uh, and I'm just going to do it off the off the cuff here. Okay. Uh, give me a moment while I, I don't have a list because I'm I I don't have a list either. Things, yeah. That's that's what off the cuff means. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't even have a list to reference to see what my favorite movie. Of uh, what I'm going to say, yeah. So so the awards um, uh, for the fan like the fannies, um, <laughs> best of 2023. I don't think we mentioned Godzilla minus zero. No, yeah, because I yeah. fucking great. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Really good. Really good. Uh, it, it it narrowly misses out on the best of 2023. I picked three best of 2023 movies, okay. and they are okay. Blackberry, okay, yeah, Joanne, mm-hmm. and Anatomy of a Fall. Anatomy of a Fall was yeah. really good. They were all just three amazing in their own way. Uh, I saw all of them in a theater, and, and each of them was just a fantastic movie-going experience. Mm-hmm. For a lot of different reasons, Juwan, I had never seen anything like that because I'm not. I mean, and and anybody who's familiar with like a, a Bollywood or, right. or, or Tamil uh, films is saying like knucklehead. We make <laughs> make like a hundred of those this, a month. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to see a lot more of that. I I'm, I, that. I, I keep. I, I was watching it, and for like the three hours of runtime, I'm like, this movie is off its fucking head. <laughs> when will American 
movies embrace gotcha. <laughs> some of this stuff because it was just so terrific. Um, I haven't seen RRR, but that's another one that I think is broken into yeah. uh, mainstream. Um, right, other other fannies. Uh, performance of the year remains Glenn Howerton and Blackberry, okay. and that's largely why that's on the list. And I'm going to think of another fanny <laughs> to award here. Okay. Uh, do, do, you, do you have any year-end superlatives that you want to recognize? No, because I didn't know that I could have thought about it. I'm terrible at off-the-cuff lists like that. Well, yeah. I, I, okay, okay. Um, best, well, that was best male performance. How about best best female lead? Uh, best female lead? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Um, uh, oh, oh, what's her face? I was about to say Anya Taylor-Joy, but not that. Um, no, no, no. But... Um, uh, Divine, Divine, what's it uh, from the holdovers? That was my favorite female performance of the. Oh, year. the yeah. Um, it, it was not a lead performance, no, but yeah. um, really vital. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to say this, and it'll sound like I'm I'm really giving it faint praise. It was a very understated performance. Yeah, no, she did a great job. Yeah. But but what astonished me about it was, I was like, like I th- I'm pretty sure that's an actual person. Mm-hmm. Like there was just. <laughs> You know, and again, I'm, I'm, this is probably not the the uh, uh, the thanks that she wants, but it, it's you couldn't tell that anybody was acting. Mm-hmm. Like it was just that yeah. it was that real yeah. uh, to me. Um, I, I she said like two lines. I'm like, fuck! I'm <laughs> hanging on your every word here. <laughs> this is just so uh, so so impressive. Yeah. All right. Uh, hang on. Um, television show of the year. Do I have one? Oh, oh I shouldn't do this. I'm spinning my wheels. Give me one superlative for me. I'll, I'll ask you the same question. What was your male performance of the year? That's what I'm saying. I don't know because I don't remember the things that I that I saw the way that you do. You're looking at a list of all the movies that you'd seen. No, no. I, uh, I just like like the three. You know, I, um, I you know I wasn't looking at a list of movies that I've seen to for your female performance of the I year. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have one. You don't have I one. I can't commit to something. Male performance of the year. I can't. Movie of the year. I don't know. Name no, a movie that I you've seen. Like, no, yeah, Name no, a movie. I feel put on the spot. Okay, thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, we'll close off on, on, on one final fun thing. Yep. Um, uh, 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 female performance of the... No, no, we can't do that. Uh, television show of the year, I'm going to say, is uh, The Curse, because it's the only thing that I can think of uh, that came out in 2023. Okay. See, I'm not reading a list. I'm not cheating. I'm not saying that you're cheating. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, happy New Year. Yep. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the X-Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, xmenfiles.com. Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa. <laughs> <laughs>